Welcome to That Game Show, the awkward, inappropriate, random podcast that occasionally talks about games. What's up, guys? We are back with another episode of That Game Show. There it is. I was about to stop and go, oh, you maybe let me do an intro in. Not yet. No, you just had to just sabotage. I had to think of what I wanted to do. I was considering it. I wanted to knock over the mic at first, and then I was like, no, nah, I won't do that. Okay. And then I was going to throw my phone at it. Yes. So, uh, big news. Our last episode, we reached record listeners. No way. But we had to cut a whole bunch of staff people, so it's just you and I doing this show today. Oh, yeah. I started asking for a payroll. Two Hot Pockets a week. I can only do one. Pizza rolls on the day off. Banquet dinners. Where? No, it's the banquet TV dinners. Mm. The one, those things that are a dollar. I'll take it. All right, but only cool. if it's an enchilada. If you beg anymore, I'm gonna give you Flanders burgers. Okay, fine. There you go. I, you know what? I coincidentally, when I was a kid, my dad bought Flanders burgers because I don't know why he didn't know what they were, Ugh. and we ate Flanders burgers for like a week, and we were like, "What are these?" And then finally, we found out they're like vegetarian burgers or something. Is that what they really are? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, because I don't think they're I don't think they're actual like beef burgers. I think they're like vegetarian I don't think they're burgers. actual meat. Like... Well, that's because I think they're vegetarian burgers. I remember my friend for a tailgate once brought Flanders burgers, and he was immediately like ousted i mean yeah th- they don't taste horribly but they're just don't weird. you know d- yes they do they taste horrible they I, didn't back in 2004 i okay in 2010 i literally put an entire bottle of barbecue sauce on a flanders burger to try to get rid of that horrible taste that it has and i couldn't do in it in 2004 they were okay and they just tasted weird i didn't understand it yeah it's a shame that you can't, like, actually grill, like, actual hamburgers from actual ground beef. Like, if you were to go to Publix and actually, like, buy a pound of ground beef. Why can't you? Just be, well, you have to wash your hands afterwards. Says from, who? I mean, you, you're going to want to wash your hands from handling all that raw meat. Don't make mm. a joke. Mm. Mm. I don't know if that's true. I, I always wash my hands after making hamburgers. You don't fist anybody after... No. Anyway, I wanted to ask you this. I'm going to ask you this on the air because I saw this and I thought, okay, we have to do... we. This has to be brought to your attention. So if you listen to, you know, recordings prior, we both ran a Savage Race in November. And it was fun, but we also hated our lives during it. And so I saw this ad for Rugged Maniac, which it's coming to Florida on 420, and right now at the by the end of the day the price will go up at the time of this recording. It's gonna be sixty nine dollars. Do you want to do it? I think it's full. I looked at it. So when you first told me about it, and you said it was coming out on 420, uh-huh. I thought it was a video game, and I was like, oh god. Is this like a, I'm like, what kind of video game is this? And then I actually looked it up and I was like, oh, shit. whatever. Uh, I'm glad that you, you're just now at the, I don't care part now. <laughs> uh, Swear words Florida, no, Florida right now is 80% full. Still? Yep. Oh my God. I looked at it like four days ago and it was like 80% you do full. It? 
It's like, what, a 5K? Yeah. I'm trying to save my money at the same time because... For what? I would like to take a vacation to Japan. That that took one in a completely different direction. I was, <laughs> I was waiting for you to be like, I want to go to Europe and just penetrate the entire red light district. <laughs> no, I want to go to Japan and penetrate the entire Tokyo downtown district. Nailed it. Anyway, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, Blizzard being Blizzard. Well, I won't say it. that's not Blizzard being Blizzard. That's no, not fair. that's that's Blizzard being strange. Yeah, that's that's Activision. You can have EA being EA. EA being EA. We'll talk about that a little bit. Nintendo. Not not in the EA sense that you think though. Not in the in the greedy EA. This is EA in the I didn't think about this when I did it. EA. Yeah, like how. Let's talk about that for a second. Wait, like, wait, we gotta finish telling them what we're gonna talk about, then we'll talk about it. Okay. Because the people need to know what the part of the video to skip to. You mean audio? Yeah, fine too. It's all the same shit. It's not, but okay. The, well, uh, what else do we, we want to talk about? Uh, Reggie fils announced that he was resigning. Oh, yeah, yeah. A retiring difference. But uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, and then I'm sure we'll just talk about random stuff if you think about it. I imagine so. Yeah, I imagine you're just gonna, like, blurt out something and we'll make something out of a topic. Probably. But... Alright, so, EA being EA, um, if you don't know, Respawn Entertainment created a new game called, uh, Apex Legends. It's a new Battle Royale game. It's a yep. squad-based Battle Royale game. Up to game. three currently. Yes. And... Right now, it is rivaling that of Fortnite. It's getting a lot of great publicity, and it kind of just came as a surprise. Very strong gameplay so far. Have you played it? Yes. How do you like it? I suck at it. Well, I mean, okay, fine, but like outside of the realm of sucking, how do you like it? Um, I like the music in it, even though like it's probably going to get repetitive at some point. I like the communication system. I like how it's very basic, but yet very intuitive. The, I guess, I'm guessing that there's no, the highest you can get is maybe a blue gun. Because I haven't seen any purple guns or orange guns. I haven't played that much. I've played a few games to test them out. Um, I think the gunplay is a bit difficult, but everything else, like, I think it's so far runs smoothly. I haven't played all the characters yet. I've only played Gibraltar, and I think it's his name, and, um, um, oh, what, the... Assault Rifle Lady. I don't know her name. <laughs> no, she's being referred to as Assault Rifle Lady. I'm not going to say her name. I, I don't know her name. I'm going to look this up right now. <laughs> Assault Rifle Lady. Uh, then okay. there's also the guy with the big gun, and then there's the guy with the other gun, and then there's the pistol person. <laughs> there you go. That's exactly it. But okay, so they released that game. Right now, great publicity. But around the time that they released this, Anthem now comes out. Yeah. Or Anthem's early access I comes probably out. rephrase it. It's not that this game came out and then Anthem came out of nowhere. This was Anthem had all the publicity. Anthem had all the attention. Apex was I don't released and I didn't know a thing about it, but everybody's suddenly playing Apex and then Anthem is just kind of forgotten. Bangalore, that's who it is. <laughs> Bangalore. No, I, I like Assault Rifle Lady better. Yeah, I, I kinda like that too. Yeah, it's, well, Anthem's a whole different story now. Because, yes, Anthem's getting a lot of the hype, but 
it had a lot of the hype before. I I did not see anything about Apex from no forever. Nobody knew anything about Apex until literally they had like a, they said we have a major announcement and everybody's like, what is this? Anthem. And so, well, the thing, man, EA did this with Titanfall two. Titanfall two and Battlefield five. Yeah. This is the last time this happened, and coincidentally, Titanfall two. If I don't, did you play Titanfall two? No. I'm gonna say it may have been one of the best games for shooters that they actually put out. I heard it was really good, it but it didn't ex- get a lot in terms of sales. Because of Battlefield 5. Yes. They released Battlefield 5 at the same, if I recall, like the same time or just before, mm-hmm. pulling everybody away from Titanfall 2 because they were like, oh, Titanfall 2. Titanfall 1 was good, but it had some problems a little bit. Yeah. Titanfall 2 was sound. It was everything that Titanfall 1 would have been with all of the patches and things that made it better. Mm-hmm. So it was just a very, very good game, but it had such a small fan base because of Battlefield Five. Yes. And we saw it again. It, they did it again. Well, now people are turning away from Anthem because of all the glitches. Because Anthem, I feel bad for Bioware because they're getting thrown into this. EA made them come out with an early version yeah. And people are playing that. So people are getting all the bugs, all the glitches, all the obnoxiously long load times. And they're like, oh, day one, it's going to be patched. But your people, your fan base who bought this prior, your fan base who bought EA Access to play this early. Ah, EA Access. And then not only that, your reviewers are playing this version. Yeah. That's the version that's getting reviewed. It's not the day one version. So you're screwing out a whole bunch of people, and you're going to be like, oh, don't worry, day one, it's going to be good. That's what Fallout 76 said. Yes! And we all saw how that's going. It still hasn't been resolved. No, it hasn't. I'm... Man, Fallout 76, that's... Oof, that's a big one, but it's a big L. Yeah, it is. I I'm still surprised that after w- seeing everything that happened with Fallout seventy six, all all these games that get rushed out and how poorly it turns out, like we still keep doing it. Yeah, I mean Anthem, I've heard is still fun. It is, but you still have all this horrible stuff happening. Yeah, they'll fix it, I'm sure. But, like, I I don't know if it was, I was talking with you about it or maybe it was someone else. But, like, let's go back and look at games that have been patched over time and how they're actually good now. No Man's Sky, for instance. Yes. Good Sega. game now. Yes. But when it came out, obviously, it was terrible. You've lost your chance. You've lost it. You don't get this second opportunity to be like, wait a second, our game is good now, everybody come back, because they've moved on to a new game. It's very rare that a game gets a second life. And it's not going to be an online shooter. That is for sure. Any online multiplayer game like that typically doesn't get to see a resurrection because by the time it gets where it needs to be, there's another game that's already out that has demanded everyone's attention. Was Diablo 3 the last game to get a second life? Because it had it had a strong launch and then everybody immediately left and then um, slowly people came back. I don't know honestly. I know that Civ Civilization Five was something similar where it started off because it's a Civ game and everybody was pretty interested. Yeah, a lot of problems, very low reviews. Patch after patch after patch after DLC after DLC came out, and at the end 
of it, it actually was one of the highest rated sieves in the it's whole creation. It's one of the best. It's and so it, much fun. It honestly has one of those... It, it's a title for one of the best strategy games out there. Yeah. But it took so much time to do it, and it got resurrected, because now people have come to Civ Five and they're like, oh my god, this is the best game ever. Yeah. Civ Six is struggling, but I think it's going to follow a similar path. Right. But, you know, it's not common you see these games that are... And I'm going to say online shooters, so, you know, or online kind of like... It relies entirely on the fan base. Yeah, that, that's and true. And other people to be good. It'd be like Overwatch suddenly dies out, right? I don't think you're going to see a resurrection of Overwatch if it dies. I don't think we're going to see it come back out of nowhere and be like, whoa, this game has some... Like, they fix all of the balancing issues and, you know, all that yeah. stuff. Have you watched any of the Overwatch League? Uh, I saw last night the Florida Mayhem upset Philly. Yes. I did see that. I was watching that. That made me happy. That team looked good, too. They did. But, okay, but, well, we have to finish with the EA topic, then we're going to talk a little bit about Overwatch, because this is another topic. This is a topic I'm going to go off on, because I'm so sick of it. Okay. I'm just going to let you go and have free reign right now. I'm going to fire off on this one, because I'm so tired. Go for it. Are we starting it? I want want you, I'm going to give you power right now to just scorch them because i'm about to, i'm gonna scorch blizzard in the next segment <laughs> i'm so sorry blizzard, not about what we're not, do to you guys. not about overwatch but it's about the the firings the layoffs all so, right let's just start with let's just start with overwatch right now and i can i swear it all i'll try to keep it tame but i'm trying to keep it tame I'm gonna, we'll start with, this is me the big the big swear the f***ing goats the goats are stupid we're running goats. Every fucking team comp you see in the Overwatch League, if you go play competitive, goats. It's always. Do you know what goats is? Tell, please tell the audience what goats three is. Three tanks, three supports, right? Why is that called goats? I don't really know. It was named after some mechanism that I didn't care enough about to read. But all I know is you're going to see the same three. You're going to see a Reinhardt, a Zarya, and you typically see some sort of third very tank that it could be a diva or roadhog kind of thing. Orisa's not there because she's not mobile enough. I've seen some Winston, but not very high. Winston's a hard character to play right now with the whole thing going on. But the next part of it is the additions to the uh, support. So you have Moira, Lucio, and you can see a flex pick there on the third healer. Typically you see like... I'm, I've seen a lot of Mercy because of her singular healing and damage boost, but you do... Lucio's the focal point because of his movement speed. He gets you where you gotta go fast, and then then it turns into a stalemate. Who's the first one to get the kill? You don't know because there's so many shields out there. Goats is single-handedly, in my opinion, killing this game. The balancing mechanisms that they've put in are terrible. I mean, I'm playing competitive, and I, I rank this season 10 straight wins, playing tank with good medals and good play, and I, one, I still fell to the same rank as last season, maybe 100 higher. But two, I can't play who I want to play anymore because GOATS is everywhere. You're seeing GOATS in bronze, silver, gold, platinum. I'm, I'm right now in low platinum, and I keep seeing GOATS everywhere I go. You can't play anything without running into GOATS. And if you do, by chance, get past GOATS, you run into Reaper. And Reaper has his... Bullshit 50% stealing capacity where if he shoots you, he gets 50% of his health back. And he just meshes your whole tank life because no one wants to support you when there's a Reaper on the field. It's the balancing system in Overwatch is so broken right now. And I don't know if this is because Heroes of the Storm guy came over and he took over the whole balancing things. You know, if he's now in charge of it, supposedly. 
but it's just been terrible. I mean, they just recently put out a patch last night that is supposed to reduce, or it changes the order of the shields. So now it's like all your non-rechargeables go first and then your rechargeables go to kind of prevent you from being like a Symmetra who takes 100 points of shield damage, but gets it all right back in five minutes. I don't know, but it's the game is is not fun to play anymore. And I say this as like, eh, you know, it's had moments where it's not fun when you're losing. But even when I'm winning, I'm like, dude, this sucks. Like, it's just a bunch of bullshit characters that I don't want to play because they're not fun anymore. It's the same team comp. And if you stray off of that, the goats is ruined and your team gets steamrolled by the opposing goats. So you're like, I don't know what to do. I want to play Winston, but I can't play Winston because Winston's getting just digged down every time. Who do I play now? Do I play Symmetra? Symmetra doesn't fit in. Do I play Torbjorn? Torbjorn doesn't fit in. Who do I want to play? Do I want to play another healer? I don't know. We're already running three of them. It's just terrible. It's like, it's a welcoming change from the whole everybody Instalog DPS Genji Widow, but it's also not because you're not playing a real comp anymore. You're just, everybody's just picking the same three characters in tank and the three in healer. Oh, the stories of being in gold and silver and just seeing the insta-lock Genji and Widow I know. go, well, we're gonna lose. And I still see them. And, they, and we still lose because we get ran over by goats. It's like, you can't win because this meta right now is just complete and utter garbage. It's like... And this is a whole thing is Overwatch's balancing has always been kind of shoddy in the past where they don't play test these heroes. They just, they're like, let's roll a dice and see what number we get. And that's the change we're going to make. And they're like, okay, let's reduce the divas, you know, or let's increase her cooldown from three seconds to 25. That's not what they did, but like, that's kind of like what they're thinking. Cause then they're like, let's not put her in the PTR. What is the PTR? We don't even use that. That's like our, that's like our public preview realm it should it should be a ppr because no one tests anything in that realm anymore they put a hero there to be tested i'm using air quotes and then what they do is they just throw them in the real game anyway they're like oh this character's broken as shit but play him anyway because it doesn't matter it's brigetta's shield stun that walks through seven characters and she's so good but we don't care because we don't test things anymore we're overwatch we just put up this characters out <laughs> it's so bad I can't stand it. It's This game is just flatlining, in my opinion, and it's just not fun to play because it's just a dickening every time. That was glorious, and I don't think you took a single breath <laughs> I didn't. while doing that entire rant. It's like, I've had problems with Overwatch in the past. Everybody knows this that's ever one watch me play or watch the show. I hate the ranking system. I always have. I yes. think it's garbage. I hate it, too. I've never really been a big fan of how we do patches. I think that, you know, they don't really think about it. They just, they're like, this character's underutilized. So instead of, like, thinking about what could make this character better without just completely buffing the hell out of their abilities, they're like, let's just buff the hell out of their abilities. Then they're like, this is too strong. Nerf the hell out of their abilities and put them right back into irrelevance. It's like Reaper, you know, like Reaper was good, but only mm -hmm. a good Reaper was good. Yes. Now... You could have a, a a dog be playing Reaper, and that dog would get play of the game with Reaper. He's just so... And like, I like, feel that way about Bastion, where you literally just sit in the turret mode, oh, like, yeah. play of the game. Like, oh, okay, where did he sit at this time? You know, and this is something, like, I know that people that are hardcore Overwatch fans would get on me about, because they're like, Reaper's actually not that good. You know, he's really bad against range mobility. I'm like, 
You're true. He is really bad. However, you still have to account for five other people on that team. And if they're giving you problems and that Reaper just jumps up from somewhere up high and mm-hmm. alts on you, yeah, it's your fault. But still, he's just, he heals so much. A tank can barely solo a Reaper, if at all. I don't think there's a tank out there that can solo a Reaper anymore. And now that's, is that fair to say? Like, should a tank ever have been able to solo Reaper? This is where it becomes like, it's all logistics. Like, what do you want Reaper to be and what do you want the tanks to be? So, like, is he in a good place? Maybe. I don't know. I just know I hate him because I'm a tank main that gets... I'm a, uh, specifically a Winston main. Yeah. I will always get one shot by Reapers. Like, yeah. That is- it, it, Winston, like, I used to main Winston as well. Now I lean more towards D.Va because, again, Winston relevancy is just it, downhill. He's running at 20% yes. usage. Um, If ever I saw a Reaper... I did not trust any of my teammates, no. and I just immediately switched out. Yeah. No, and, and now Reaper is a very popular pick right now in Platinum play and Gold play. So, you like, as a Winston main, I'm running into him every other leap, which is a huge problem for me because I, I've never been able to solo him. But now, I don't even do damage to him. If I, no. if I attack him and he attacks me, he will leave that fight with 100% of his health still. He will never have lost a single drop of health. No. The worst that happens is, well, maybe someone else comes in and cleans up the kill and he only gets back 75% of his health. But, you know, Bastion's whole problem is that there is no such thing as a good Bastion because you need your team to play, protect the Bastion to be good, right? Right. So these nerve or these buffs that they keep giving Bastion are centered on the fact that they're like, wait a second, Bastion sucks. How are we going to fix that? And they're like, improve his aim. Bastion still sucks give him more health bastion still sucks increases healing reduces damage i don't know do something and they're all this time bastion still sucks because he's not a mobile character at all he can't do anything outside of his turret mode so it's like why bother you're never gonna have a good bastion just when i thought your rant was done it just goes again we and get again. the sequel it goes again and again and there's so much i could i could make a, a five hour video of me ranting about overwatch i thought for a second you were going to rant about ea and i was going to let you get free reign on that and that's why i thought you were originally referring to and now that i've listened to the entire rant i'm so glad it wasn't about ea <laughs> ea has gotten their rants but the, the, i don't have anything passionate i have to rant about ea because like yeah, there, there is, you know, they have their moments, but like, whatever. But Overwatch, I play this regularly, and I just can't stand with the state it's in. It's terrible. EA's been sitting back going, I'm glad we're not the hated company anymore. <laughs> because Bethesda and Activision Blizzard have been the two companies that have just, like, overcome. Yeah, Bethesda's, all EA has to do is not put microtransactions in everything they do. And they will be sitting pretty for a while. I don't... Bethesda's in the darkest of places right now. They are in the darkest hole that they have no idea how to get out of. And their response is to ban somebody who played 900 hours of their game. I didn't think, like... I didn't even know that Fallout 76 has been out for 900 hours. Chase Bunker. I think Bethesda is the only company that can actually get away with having bugs on release. And we'll be like, that's fine. We're okay with that. As long as they're not dragonflies, <laughs> I don't honestly care. I just don't want to deal with those. Kyle Helmstetter. I mean, it makes sense. In the Fallout world, there's going to be a huge amount of bugs because, like, it's post-apocalyptic. So, I mean, they're going to be everywhere. 
But but did you hear Bethesda also released that they were going to have a bunch of glitches in the game? I hate you. This is that game show. So, I don't know if you saw this, but IGN had a Umbrella Challenge for the winner to go to the Umbrella Academy con- uh, premiere over in LA. And all you had to do is open and cro- close an umbrella for 15 seconds. That's all you had to do. They keep it simple for their fans. Yes. And so I posted a video of me doing it. And I'm not kidding. This speaks to how bad our channel really is. YouTube.com slash that game show show. In one day, my video got more views than all of our videos had recently. Except for the Soda Singularity one. We didn't beat that one, but I'm sure we we passed it now. Might have. So which made me now think of, I've I finally got video recorded for the Better Late Than Never review that is three years overdue for Rocket League. I thought about this, and tell me what you think. We'll call it bottom page reviews. You know how when you click on like IGN or GameSpot, you immediately just scroll down. You don't read the whole thing. You just scroll down, it's like see what the score is, and that's about it. It's literally a minute of us where you're just like, blank game. Yeah, it's pretty good. 8 out of 10. Like, comment, subscribe. And that's the entire video. Like, well, like, give me a random game right now that you know I've played. The Last of Us. Really good. Solid. Get it. 10 out of 10. Is that like, comment, subscribe. Review? What's that? Is that even a review? I mean... <laughs> Hold on, number cards. Be like nine. Sound nine. <laughs> that gosh, that's that's even lazy. Gameplay eight. <laughs> I it's I look Why? at all not the, good. <laughs> like I'm trying to think of like a bad because like I've realized I don't play bad games. Like I don't purposely go out to buy bad games, so I can't really give a negative review. I mean, you Destiny, not a bad game, but bad <laughs> elements. Eh. Six out of ten. Like, Six. there you go. Like, you do that. Second, now, Destiny 2. Not bad. Eight. There you go. Like, you just do that because... It's not, but it's not, like, a review, because you, you at least have to say, like... I would say, like, the caveman interpretation of, like, why eight? Too short. <laughs> because, I mean, do you, you realize that YouTube is full of... Reviews? Like, not only reviews, but it's, like, 15 to 20 minute reviews yeah. on games with but, a with a capitalized title of why this game is blah blah blah, blah. yeah and so and then they do like the lines and they do moves and, and then you like, have people the try to make jokes and they're usually bad and that's why i try my best to not do it just because like i know my jokes are gonna be bad fair and, and what's funny is that like i think it just goes to show with the youtube algorithm that IGN does their reviews in about four minutes, five minutes. Like, I don't mind that. That's like, a good time. That's a good time. But with YouTube's algorithm, you have to have it to be 20 minutes in order for you to get substantial revenue. And so I feel like as an ultimate bleep you to the YouTube revenue system... Just a bunch of videos that are minute long. We have to make content. We still have the series well, of... Well, I was going to start doing it where I just play a game of Schmeagle. And that's that's that. I just play a game of Schmeagle. This is a good podcast. What are you talking about? This podcast sucks! Well, I think it's okay. It's not really the worst thing ever. What are you talking about, man? This thing is terrible! There's just two losers just talking about games all day! Yeah, but they're kind of awkward losers. What awkward losers? Have you seen us go on a date recently? It's bull-
What the hell did I just witness? <laughs> that would be 10 minutes of Shmeenol playing a game, arguing with himself. <laughs> tell me that... Tell me that you wouldn't find that a little bit funny. I, I do find that a little bit funny because it reminds me of... I don't know if you've seen the clip of um, Dan Lebetard talking to Jeff Passan, ESPN MLB I, Insider. No, I haven't. And Jeff Passan will drop an elbow impression midway through <laughs> any question. And it's so good. And I want you to go like go look up Dan Lebetard, Jeff Passan, uh, P-A-S-S-A-N. And just watch it, cause it's really good. And I'll show impressions. Oh yeah, like I'll I'll show it to you during the break. But yeah, our channel sucks, and we need content. Yeah, like we but we have nothing, these but series of is Eric going to make content, which is largely going to be no. But there's like at least a good thirty seconds there. We just need to actually go and hunt down Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, and then we have. Bottom page reviews. We'll have better late than never reviews. Yeah, I guess we should go in depth and we'll go we in should, depth. We should probably clean up the channel a little bit. In terms of how many videos we have on there, you have a hundred and like seventy videos on there. Yeah, they have two views a piece. Some of them have zero. Yeah, they're largely not good. You ever thought about cleaning them up a little bit? No. All right. Chase Bunker. We're talking memetics right now, mm-hmm. and he's on point. Yeah, yeah. he's on point. I have a degree in mimology. What do you have? Kyle Helmstetter. I just minored in it. Damn. Waste of money. Such I know. a waste of time. You might as well just got a gender studies degree. This is that game show. So I just showed Kyle that video, and immediately, as soon as the Elmo voice went in, his eyes got so big. I love Elmo. Do you really? Is that like your guilty? No. Oh, okay. Anyway... <laughs> One of the big news out of Blizzard was the fact that, like, gosh, this this story just infuriates me. And I think I might be the one going on the, the tangent next. Have you heard this Blizzard story? Which one? There's a million of them. The fact that Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick said in a staff meeting or in an earnings meeting, hey, guys, we reached uh, record revenue in 2018. With that said, we have to then, he follows it up with, we have to lay off 8% of our staff. I saw the reports, the building up to it, because there was a lot of rumors that there were going to be layoffs. And I kept yes. seeing the headlines, and I would read them here and there, and I'm like, I don't really understand it. But until it happens, I won't, you know, maybe it's just a rumor, but. No, I think, like, no, the layoffs happened. No, yeah, I was I was seeing the oh, lead up to it. Yeah. Um, it was sad, because I was reading Jason Schreier's, um like Twitter feed and he was saying like the day of the meeting Blizzard employees were hugging each other and crying as like they were all bracing themselves for it and just the fact that you laid off 800 people like that mind you this isn't on Blizzard this is all on Activision like this is Activision CEO Bobby Kotick that did this and he said because of failed goals uh, in 2018 and lowered expectations in 2019 and they're saying, I guess they're not going to be putting out a major game this year. So we're not getting a World of Warcraft expansion. We're not getting anything new. So I don't know if we're going to have any big updates coming out. So we're not going to have a Diablo 3 expansion. We're not going to have a StarCraft 2 expansion. Well, then it's just like, what are they going to be doing? Because a lot of these games that they have, they're not really putting out good patches for. Are they still doing work for StarCraft 2? Or are we just considering that done? Um, I don't know. I haven't played StarCraft 2 in a few months. I haven't played it 
ever because I suck at those type of games. But regardless, like the fact still stands that you go from already you ruined Heroes of the Storm, which was a good game and a great take on the MOBA genre. You made it your own, and you pretty much said we're getting rid of the esports aspect. We're cutting EG, uh, HGC, and we are moving a whole bunch of staff from that to other projects. So you pretty much made it a dead game. There's no Same reason for me to play it at this point. It's something I've already said in other in previous podcasts. And now you go and do this. Getting rid of 800 jobs. I don't know what that says for the work environment. Like I don't know what that does to pretty much saying like, Hey, by the way, no matter how great we are, as the company that is responsible for games such as Call of Duty and World of Warcraft, which, mind you, are still probably two of the like two of the best games that are going on right now. Yeah, they're two. They, I mean, they stand. They stand tall. Yes, they stand tall, and they do this, and they they say, "Oh, we're gonna still lay off a whole bunch of people," and this is what upsets me the most and maybe it's because nintendo is a whole lot better as a company or maybe it's a cultural difference between america and japan do you know what uh before he died satoru iwata did didn't he i i remember i i don't remember the name of who did it i remember that some the nintendo put out the wii u which was failing and somebody put his own money into it it was he cut his salary by half by 50 percent because he didn't want to lay off people. He did the, yeah. he did the same thing again um, earlier when the 3DS... Because remember, the 3DS didn't sell well in the beginning. Right. Um, so that's when he slashed his salary. He's like, I'm not going to lay off jobs. What does that say to us as a company? Yeah. Roughly translated to that's what he meant. And so you have Bobby Kotick. Now, mind you, I'm not one to say what you should do with your money. Because that's not my job. That's not in my business, what you do with your money. But what I also know is if you are a higher up, you need to take make some sacrifices and do certain things. We remember when we used to work over at a movie theater that we're going to call Nameless. When we had our higher ups, like the president of the company, the president of the Southern District, come in, our GM was there. For I'm not kidding, 90 hours to make sure every we are on top of everything. Yeah. And when I say on top of everything, he's also doing the cleaning. Yeah. He's also doing the work. That's what great leaders do. And instead, you have this guy who felt the need to affect the well-being of 800... No, more than 800 people, because some of them have families now. Like... I felt that what he did was incredibly selfish. Um, he deserves the negative publicity that he is getting. Like, he, there's no way you can get around that. Like, what you did made you the most hated. And apparently he doesn't like it when they put devil horns on his photos because apparently that affects his dating. Which I'm pretty sure that's, yeah, the, no. that's the least that you can do now. Like, that's the least offensive thing. Now, how about I'm responsible for laying off 800 people instead of slashing or instead of, you know, making a sacrifice and being like, hey, you know what? Let me take part of my cut. Because let's face it, Blizzard was known as a great game company. Yeah. And now that 
brand is being tarnished. I mean, we literally just talked about it in the last, when I was on my rant, about how Overwatch specifically could have been, you know, mm-hmm. but they have these games that are, they, they could stand up for a long time if they just put careful planning into them. You know, if they just took the time, and I feel like laying off people is not going to help them. Okay, if they underperformed what they thought they could have done, fine. Maybe this is a statement like, we don't accept less than the best. But I don't see how laying off 800 plus people makes it so that people are encouraged to do better, right? It's right. Just, it's more of like, do it or you're fired. Yeah. And now you're like, oh, man, I'm no longer enjoying myself. You can I'm, be fired at any time. I'm literally fighting for my life. And I don't know. Some businesses work like that. I just don't know if that's the proper environment to have for a games developer. You know, yeah. like you want them to be engaged and having fun because that's how they make the best games. Yeah. I it's... feel. I don't know. I'm not. A, I don't develop games, so I don't know. But have you watched the Jim Sterling, the Jimquisition on Bobby Kotick? No. Oh, man. Like, if you thought your rant on Overwatch was impressive, the man goes savage for 18 straight minutes on him and also calls for his firing. Which, I'm not going to be one to call call for firing, but I will think that, you know, hey, Activision might want to, you know, look into some restructuring and the higher up end. They might... I don't know, man. I think they got to prioritize things. You got you got multiple esports leagues that you're trying to make huge. You've got deals in place with these with these companies. I just don't see how laying people off and alienating others. It's I don't I don't see how that's making your brand successful. I don't I don't you know maybe I maybe I just don't get it because I'm not as a part of those fields. Yeah. But I don't it personally doesn't make sense to me. Have you speaking of esports? Have you seen the new Hearthstone esports nope. thing that they're doing? I, I to be honest with you, I'm not really seeing any esports advertising anymore. I only see Overwatch because I'm on the main screen. Yeah. Well, what Hearthstone is now doing is normally in tournaments, you bring three separate decks or technically four, they ban one of them. Yeah. And it can be from different heroes, but now you're bringing in one class of hero. So you can only play a rogue deck, you can only play a warrior mm. deck, hunter deck, etc. And you have to create a primary, secondary, tertiary decks. All of which have to have at least 20 of the cards. I think he said like 20 cards have to be the same. And five of them can be different. In each deck. And like, Do you think that actually helps the No, selection? I don't understand any do of that. it limits... Like, I think it greatly limits it. And it's like, what what are you doing with Do you think you'll that? be seeing the same deck over and over? It's a possibility, yes. Because, like, we can talk... Like, you know, you have... you have, I know you haven't played much Smite. Smite is always one of those games where any kind of, you know, large roster, you're going to have characters that are better and that are weaker. Mm-hmm. You have to buff them. You have to nerf them. That's yes. going to happen. And that's why, like, Overwatch, I get it that some characters get too good and some characters are too bad, so you right. have to fix them. But what is an interesting one is that even in games like Smite, for instance, the roster is so large that there's no such thing as a set. I, I At least when I play, I've never seen like a set same six being picked, right? Mm-hmm. You, during when I first started, Kukulkin was the big pick. Everyone picked Kukulkin because he was really good. He was really strong. He was just kind of fragile, right? But right. Kukulkin didn't fit specifically into run these heroes or run these gods and goddesses and they will dominate everything. Is Honor still relevant? 
Anher has his ups and downs. Okay. I think when I was playing it, when I first started, Anher was on the rise. I think they may have nerfed. Darn. Because he was like the only champion that I played. Uh, I when I first started, I didn't have the gods pack, so I didn't really. I got the gods. Pack. I did as well, and it was it was pretty fun because yeah. I first started with Poseidon, who was I thought was really good, but it wasn't really as good as I thought. Yeah. He was just good for a beginner, so he like had a low cap. But yeah. anyway, that's beside the point. These games that you know, you have like Hearthstone. I've never played it, but if you have the same people using the same thing, it becomes almost tedious like you're just watching you're like oh what are they gonna do the same thing as the other person like they have the same deck yeah games like overwatch they have the same team comp games like you know well world of warcraft you don't because it's yeah. not well the, the thing play. is i was saying is like i mean yeah you do have the a lot of the decks more or less being the same but i think the fact that you're now making it to only one champion and you're around, like, I think that that hurts it. And I don't know if that's going to last or not, but we'll see. They uh, hate, I, I do credit them for trying. Yeah. I just don't, you know, you got to try it, but this is a good place for a PTR. A freaking test realm. Yeah. Why don't, why don't you use the test realm for a change to test something instead of just putting it out there as like yeah. a preview and then you put it in anyway. Yeah. Uh, man, we've been really serious this episode. Yeah, this was, I mean, it was due for one anyway. Yeah, I guess we were. Um, and we'll we'll wrap it up with, uh, I'm sure you guys have heard by now, but Nintendo of America President Reggie fils announced that he will be retiring in April. Mm. And the bigger story is who his successor is. And the guy's name is, do you know this story? I know the story, I don't know the names, I'm bad at names. Okay, the, the name of the successor for Nintendo of America president and CEO is Doug Bowser. You're handing the kingdom to Bowser. It's literally it. Like they're literally handing the keys of the kingdom to Bowser. You're handing the keys of the kingdom to Bowser. And so now we, we were trying to make these jokes of like who the next CEO or COO and president of each company is going to be like, uh, Activision's next guy is going to be Steve Lootbox, according to Jason Schreier. Um, the next EA president will probably be Ethan Microtransactions. <laughs> and so I'm, we're trying to think of like all these companies and just like label them with like all their stereotypes. Man. Sega's is going to be Robotnik. 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 What's up? Is that Shadow's dick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wish we had more Robotnik. That was... What the? Is that Shadow's dick? <laughs> I saw that clip for the first time, but I couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, I'm a 30-year-old man, and I'm still laughing at that. I'm a 23-year-old male, and I'm still laughing at that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, and a man. quick note. Uh, congratulations to Cecilia D'Anastasio for making, or D'Anastasio for uh, winning she got like a writer's guild award oh i thought like we had a contest on the show and i was like wait a second no what? no she was the she was the writer from kotaku we tried to get on and she was like i can't do it oh i think it was because she found out we're stupid but either way she, yeah I'm pretty that ride article she got an award for it did she nice. yes so i'm glad nice that job. she got recognized for it and also we want to thank ign's jackie jang because we love her to death yeah and she gets our show Always, always, always uh, loving the pictures. Yeah. 
Well, I, not only that, she, we were talking the other day about she she really loved the movie Alita. Oh, I've heard it's so good. Yeah, and so we were talking. It's like I really want to watch it, but I need to go watch Cold Pursuit because well, of romance. <laughs> but um, she was saying no. It's definitely a movie that. I've seen watch. a lot of teaser for it, and it's been between that and How to Train Your Dragon. I'm actually gonna, I was trying to go see one of those two tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I may see Alita, honestly, but it reminds me, the name just rings me back to Code Lyoko from yeah. from Cartoon Network. Uh, oh no, the reason she gets the show is because she had posted a photo with her giant boots. Have you seen the boots? Like, no. mind you, she's like, I think she's six foot even like she's a very tall person she's taller than me yes and her boots like go up past her knees like here this these are the boots oh they do they, they literally and heel boots yes and so we said if we stack our viewership on top of each other they still wouldn't be as tall <laughs> oh yeah but she gets that we don't take ourselves seriously and Aww. so that's why she's a friend of the show because she gets us she'll make jokes next Oh my gosh. We should get her on the show. I, I don't think she can because of no. IGN. But. She should s- wear a, like a voice mask or like. I think. Should we send her a show shirt just to have uh, our crappy show shirts? <laughs> well, it's not a bad consideration. Maybe we could do it for something that might be happening in the future. Maybe. Maybe. I thought about also sending it to Dan Lebitard. Because, also might as well because well they wear like minor league baseball teams send them shirts and they wear them we're, we're like a minor league podcast but no one's getting called up anytime soon yeah no <laughs> no all right uh thanks a lot again guys for listening you can check out our youtube channel youtube.com slash that game show show follow us on facebook facebook.com slash that game show show you can follow me on twitter at chase bunker follow the show on twitter at that underscore game show tell us what you think and what shows you want, if you like the idea for, you know, bottom page reviews, maybe, like, the simplest. You want to see Gollum play a game for five minutes yes. and view it. Let us know what you think. Other than that, Kyle, is there anything you want to add? Uh, no. All right, cool. We're sorry we were serious. We'll try to do better next time. Bye! Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out more episodes on iTunes and on our YouTube page youtube.com forward slash that game show show and follow us on facebook facebook.com forward slash that game show show